0: Cool. Welcome, everybody. Money, Power, and Influence Podcast, Episode Number Thirty-Five. I'm here with my co-host and friend Arash Zapordehbazar. Uh, another week, another uh, explosion and sales and everything else. Uh, I'm coming off a, a really good week, man. Um, you know, I'm actually—I don't know if I told you—I'm actually, I've, I was approached by SEMA, which is the biggest uh, company, brand, and show in Vegas. Uh, They do a car show every year in November, and they asked me to have my car there on display for a week. Uh, I agreed. They're sponsoring transporting my car out there. They're putting their own from one of the companies that they represent, putting a set of the wheels that they would like on there. They're paying me, and I'm I'm getting my car out there. I've made new connections now through them, and I've met some good business uh, people through there. It's been really cool. I uh, actually just got a call two days ago from a representative from HGTV, and I guess, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the show House Hunters. Uh, they're looking for some some people, and, you know, they called me and said, hey, we've we've seen you, we've heard a lot of good stuff about you, we'd like to get you on the show. So now it's a matter of getting one of my clients to agree to disclose all their personal information about their house on TV, which is a different conversation. What's going on with you, brother? Wow, dude. Yeah, let me soak that up. Hold on.
1: Fuck, that's a lot of good stuff, right? Oh, that's amazing. What about me? Well, how do I top that? Yesterday, Angela Jolie called me. She said her and Brad are broken, and she wants to fuck me. Then I had Britney Spears call me and said she's going to make a brand new um, album called Arash, Motherfucking Divasor. And to top things off, uh the president called me, and uh, he wants me to go advise uh the war. That's how I'm doing. That's the only way I could talk after what you said, man. I don't know. I'm doing good. Let's get on with the show.
0: Love it, man. Well, you know, something came into my mind about two hours ago, you know, as I was wrapping up one of our deals for my real estate team, I was having a discussion with my team, and, and it's very clear to me, you know, what we do, and, and I see this in you as well and everything that you do, is we're very clear about who we are and what we represent, right? Not only as individuals, but for the sake of this podcast as a brand, right, for our business. And as I started dissecting the conversation I had with my team and, and, and you know the movements that we do and, and, and everything, just when I decide to do something I do it, just the, the level of action and the way things flow, having that, that understanding of what you represent exactly and then embodying it and doing it to the fullest, 100% every day, gives you uh, an edge a big edge in business, right? I remember going back to day one, and even, I still have that journal when I got into real estate saying, okay, uh, I think I watched one of your video blogs, man, and and you mentioned it, I think, something like that. I I can't remember, right? I don't have the exact memory, but I had my journal, and I wrote down, it says there, like, what do you represent? It literally says that. And then I wrote a bunch of stuff, right? I wrote, like, probably 20 things, and then I narrowed it down later, but there was definitely, a decision made and said, okay, this is what I represent. And, you know, I've been telling people this for a long time, and it seems like sometimes when I explain this message, it doesn't really get through 100% to people sometimes. Maybe it's because they've never, you know, stood their ground on anything or really sat there and said, okay, I as an individual represent this philosophy or this thing or whatever it is. And, you know, I started looking at it, and, you know, and when I look at the examples of people who do know and actually embody what they represent, there's – it's just completely on a different level, right? The way they move, the way their brand looks, the way it's presented, the way they interact with customers, the way everything goes, right? The, the reputation of their brand, the prestige of the individual or individuals who, who run the company or business or whatever it is, that entity itself. And, you know, I want to talk about that a little bit because uh, I, I really don't see that being taught, right? We've talked about sales and some other stuff, but this is something that I believe is vitally important, man, And I know you have this on lock. I got a lot of this from you, and I made sure to inject it in my business. And I wanted to pass it to you, man, because you're an expert in this. And I wanted to maybe uh, let you tell the audience maybe a little bit how you started with it or right away if you knew, hey, this is what I represent, ABC, and this is what we're going to put out. Because I know, because I kind of went through it too, you still get a lot of heat for what you represent and everything, and you're constantly attacked, yet you stay strong, and you get stronger, and you grow more. So... I just wanted to hear a little bit from you, man, because I know that the business world and the people who listen to this podcast need to hear it, especially from you. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah.
1: For me, I represent what makes me feel alive. What I respond to in life, that frequency, that music, that sound, that poem, that vibration of the universe, that that makes me feel alive is what I represent to others. So truth, for example, is part of that. I you know, it was very privileged to meet an old man one day who I truly admired. This is not Monday. This is a, his name was Owen Starkey. Everybody knows Owen Starkey. You know what I'm talking about. And Owen Starkey was an old man who was very, very, very well versed with the mind because he actually worked side by side by L. Ron Hubbard, a man that I truly admire. Owen Stark he was old enough who had worked with Hubbard. And uh Owen gave a, a a presentation one time that I attended and I was mesmerized by by this old man standing there with so much energy and so much passion. Man, I was just I was drawn to him, you know? And I would have done anything to get a conversation afterwards, Uh which I did get a conversation afterwards. And he taught me a few things. One of the things that he taught me that I will always carry with me, because I knew it, but I didn't know what I knew. And my students know, because I've said this before. He said to me, you know when you read something and you go, that's true, that's true, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. He goes, you know that feeling? Mm-hmm, yeah, that feeling of that's true. Or he goes, you talk to somebody and they talk and he goes, hmm that's true. Yeah. He goes, there's a feeling, right? I said, yes. He goes, do you always get that feeling when you read? I said, no. He goes, do you always get that feeling when people talk to you? I said, no. He said, but you do get that feeling sometimes, right? I said, yes. He goes, and when you get that, you tell yourself or you say out loud, that's true, right? He goes, sometimes you turn to each other, you go, that's true. Wow, that's that's true, huh? that's true, like a comedian. You turn to each other and you confirm truth to the people around you. We turn to people and we go, that is so true, right? That's part of conversation. Everybody hearing me knows this. That's so true. He goes, okay. He goes, here's a big question, my friend. How do you know it's true? How do you know it's true? I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if you read it and you go, that's true, then he goes, it must mean that you know the truth. Because if you didn't know it, you wouldn't be able to recognize it as true. He said, the truth is inside. And every time you come across it, you'll know it. I said, fuck, man. This thing will change my my existence because that's how I find truth. And that made me feel alive, right? So my brand, a big part of my brand is truth. Carried in an aesthetic form, a beautiful form. But truth makes me feel alive. I feel good. That feeling when I read that book that he says or someone talks, I go, that is true, right? I love that feeling. No, that's not it. I love that feeling. And so that's how it started. And then it transitions into a few things. So you could say my brand is true. It's a truth brand, like I spread the truth, but in a certain way of presenting it. And now that way of presenting it is also something that made me feel alive. So if anybody remembers Tupac, when Tupac would do an interview or when I would hear him sing, I felt something that I didn't feel with any other musician. It wasn't because he was a great lyricist. It wasn't because uh, anything else. It was just something about the way he spoke. And so by me being the the young man that I was observant, using my mind the way I do, I kept listening, kept watching, kept listening, kept watching, and then I realized what it was. Tupac was saying to the world, fuck you. Fuck you. So now you could say, I tell the world the truth and tell them, fuck you at the same time. Here is the truth and fuck you. Here is the truth and fuck you. Now, I find this so attractive that if I didn't have this brand and somebody else showed me this, I'd run and fucking grab it right away. I'd I, I pay anything to be able to tell the world, this is the truth, I have it, and fuck you, you cannot argue with it. You can say what you want to say. You can spread rumors. You can try to stop me, but if the truth stands, and you know what? Fuck you. That's how it came across my brand.
0: Love it, man. It's funny when you were saying that, <laughs> that part in <of> the beginning... <laughs> Even as you were explaining it, I out loud, I mute myself when you talk just in case there's any noise, and I I was saying, oh, that's true, and I was actually saying it as you were saying it, which is so funny, and, dude, what a trip that you said that about Tupac. I thought I was the only one, because I get that kind of, like, that feeling with him that I wouldn't get with anybody else. You actually figured it out, though. I'm still sitting here. I was even thinking about it last week when I was listening to him. I was like, what is that, man? Like, I feel something from him that I don't feel from any other rapper. That's really cool. Um... You know, and, and there's another thing that I believe it's pretty tied to this that, that I see, especially from you as well, and I know I'm, I'm all over it, is with that, now that you have this this clarity in, in, in what you represent, and you're like, okay, this, this is me, this is us, this is the brand, this is IMC, this is Team BC, whatever it is, and you move forward. Now you move forward at a pace that no one else can keep up with, right? Every time I open up Facebook, Uh, I see me, I see you, and there's very few people that I just see all the time. It's like Arash is in your face, so-and-so is in your face. It's like it's always there, and it it can't be denied. Yet when you're standing on this just concrete foundation of knowing what you represent, I believe it, it literally injects like a steroid into being able to do that. So when a lot of people ask me, like, damn, dude, like you're everywhere, you're doing these posts, I see you, you know, talking to this TV station and this and that. Like, I, I didn't tell you either. I've literally had – there's, like, a new guy out here in Southern California. He's like, He has, like, a million followers on Instagram. He's some kind of, like, R&B singer that's coming up. He's already called me twice, dude, to, to use my car in his videos, and it just happens that, like, I'm not here, right, and I can't help him. Otherwise, I, I might let him. But the reason that he – called me he said he's like dude i love what you represent and every time i go on fucking instagram on the explorer like here in our area in southern california i see you like you're fucking everywhere or i'll mention you to this person and they talk about you you know i I was talking to, to this other guy that i know about real estate boom your name came up so i literally heard your name five times and i said okay i have to fucking call this kid and that in itself to me i know for a fact because lately I've been looking. You know, I started going on YouTube. I was like, who else is out there? Like, let's say in real estate. Let me look it up. And there's a ton of fucking people making YouTube videos about the same shit as me on real estate, yet I'm the one who's being invited to these summits and doing all this stuff. And But, you know, that, that's the thing is when I look at them, I say, okay, what does this guy represent? That's immediately the thought that comes into my mind, and I can't figure it out because what they're doing is they're trying to fit the mold with everybody else and and blend in, right? When I came in, I remember I was... Very heavily criticized, and I believe I mentioned this a week or two ago that uh, there's four big real estate coaches and, and brands and companies. And I know for a fact two of them have openly badmouthed me, like in public or, or, or said stuff about me. And you know when people approach me, I'm, I just laugh. I'm like, good. I want all four of them to talk shit because then I'll, I'll make them all crumble. I've already one for sure. I've already destroyed, and the other one is just around the corner. But this this ability to move. Right? Like, for example, we look at your Instagram or your YouTube. There's videos and videos and pictures every single day. And I know for a fact, if we're looking at this podcast, Arash, money, power, and influence, if you want to have all three, you definitely have to do that. So, you know, aside, right, and I'll throw this to you, Arash, and I'll throw a question at you. Aside from just that clarity in what you represent, is it your duty? What is it specifically that allows you? to just be out there all the time, be posting pictures, posting videos, and just saying fuck you to the world literally every hour. Because every time I look, brother, I see you on Facebook, Instagram. You can't be denied.
1: I can't be denied. I won't be denied, man. I won't be denied, man. What keeps me going is just having an opportunity, you know? I, I think that's enough. I have an opportunity, you know, to promote my truth. I have an opportunity to promote my life. I have an opportunity to live the kind of life that I dreamt of my entire life. And every time I reach that next level, I realize there's so many new levels I need to get to. So I've been watching recently uh, Floyd Mayweather. Is it up there? Yeah. I've been watching Floyd Mayweather um, interviews, you know. Uh, and I'm so inspired again. I'm so inspired again. because <laughs> He doesn't send an Uber to pick up the girl. You know, he's like, "You know he's sent the Uber? He goes, "I send a private jet, <laughs> he sends a private jet to pick up the girl, right So hearing that, not one ounce of hate goes through my system. a thousand thousand grams of of admiration goes through me because wow, look at that, you know there's an example of someone who mastered boxing, and so I look into the the life and I look at my skills and I go. What have I mastered, and what am I mastering? And I go, okay, there's room. There's there's so much to do. There's um, so much to to still gain and and get better at. It. So what drives me is opportunity. You know, I came from another country. i I do feel fortunate. I th- I think about this a lot. You know, wondering if that has something to do with it. I don't know, but I do know that I I feel fortunate to be in America. You know, it's like I. I'm a millionaire because I teach uh, men and women how to uh, date each other. Like, what? <laughs> Meanwhile, I've been teaching martial arts for, you know, 20-something years and fitness for like 10 years, and, and those didn't give me the same um, return financially, monetary-wise, right? Well, I, th- I find that interesting. I find it amazing. So why am I there all the time? Well, because I have an opportunity to be on there. And uh, I love doing it. I love uh, promoting. I love communicating. I'm an artist, so, you know, it's pretty amazing, if you think about it, that I can use my phone to make a video, then edit it, then put put sound on it, then make it filtered. Like, really? We're doing Hollywood-style production on our phones right now. Do you know that if you and I went to 1950,
0: you and I would make better
1: movies on our iPhone than, than Warner Brothers? All you got to do is watch 1950 movies and that black and white grainy ass shit that's going on and imagine if you went back in time with your phone and a fucking charger. Right? So you keep doing it. Be a billionaire because I'll be like, just come to me, come to my studio. Oh no, it's in my apartment. <laughs> it's a studio apartment, literally. And I'll make greater movies than anybody's ever seen. Right? And fast, like half the time you could have function a time. So it's opportunity, man. Opportunity drives me. Love it, man.
0: Beautifully said. And, you know, I, I think there is A lot of truth to what you said, bro. Because I mean, I I think of like my parents. My dad came here from South America with 100 bucks in his pocket, and you know that goes through my mind every day too. You know, And, and my dad would remind me when I was a kid. You know, my my parents didn't necessarily want me to follow the route that I did. You know, they wanted me to go to school and all that crap. But you know, at the end of the day, there were there was a lot of little bits and pieces I could take from my childhood of. And that was one example. My dad said, you know what, dude, like you have, you know, the world is at your fingertips here. Make sure you take advantage of of America and, you know, make everything you can because you can do stuff here that you can't do back home. So make it happen. And I remember hearing that a lot from him as a kid, and it definitely, um, you know, it it resonated with me, right? And I I can still hear his voice. I don't have many memories of being a kid, really, like before age 10. It's spotty, but I can distinctively hear his voice and see myself, like, sitting there in different locations and him telling me that. So I know that's, like, a message that's constantly flapping and, you know, replaying in my mind. But, yeah, man, opportunity, dude, totally. And I'll end it with this, and then we'll I'll pass it to you, Arash, for final plug, and we'll end it. That really is what it is, ladies and gentlemen, opportunity. I wear – I think I said this the Global SLR is my last piece. I ended up getting these glasses from this kid, right? They're uh, these black glasses that look pretty cool, but they have, like, a – it's, not, it's non-prescription, but it has like an orange little screen on it that apparently, uh, I'm going to give you a pair, by the way, brother. I'm going to send it to you. So uh, text me your office address so I can send it to you. The, the uh, film or whatever it has on it blocks the blue light out of your devices, like your phone, you know, your tablets, and your computer. So if you're going to sit there for a prolonged period of time, it, it protects your eyesight right? And, and helps with a lot of people late at night who are on their devices that can't sleep. Overall, it, it's beneficial. And... Within 10 minutes of wearing it, I said, this is really cool. Oh, opportunity. So what I did was I got one of the kids that works for me. I said, hey, bro, I'm going to create another stream of income for us. Find out how to get these glasses. You do all that. I'll front you the money for the inventory if you need it. Whatever it is, you handle the whole, you know, shipping and and customer side. I'll just put them on and promote it. We'll split it 50-50. Boom. Long story short, we put it out. Within three weeks, we sell out all the inventory that we originally got, which is like, 350 pairs, and we made like, I think in three weeks, Arash, we made like 7,500, grand in gross revenue that, you know, it's not net, but out of nowhere, all because I saw the opportunity, and I think a lot of you listening here, and that will listen to the recording, you have opportunities like that in front of you all the time, you're just not seeing them, cool, all right, Arash, I'll pass it to you, and any final plugs, I know we have an event coming up, I know you're doing your own event, I believe, for only women,
1: Yeah, you and I were, we're deciding on the date on this thing. It just hinges on a few other things. So everybody look forward to, uh, BC, Brian and I doing an event and teaching you guys some of the secrets we know in regards to sales and influence. It's going to be kick ass. In regards to my own stuff, I mean, you go to com, G-E-P-A-R. The website is getting better and better. But until then, uh, I would recommend every single person who knows me to get on the Diamond Mind program. I've been recharged to make it even better recently, and it is just completely altering lives. It's a daily coaching program that I have that I make videos for about four to five days a week, and once a week I try to do a live lecture. I say I try it sometimes, I'm out of time, and I don't do it. Do a live lecture for about an hour with Q&A. It's very advanced, and people go, what is Diamond Mind? Well, it's techniques of persuasion, communication, influence, seduction, sales, uh, fitness. It's what I know. It's my mind, and Some of the best done videos for me when I look on them is something occurs in the day, like today's video that I did already. Something occurs in the day, and I deal with it a certain way that obviously is pretty masterful compared to how people react uh, to life. And the results are miraculous. And I immediately then sit down and I go, here is, for example, the way I looked at this situation. Here is the techniques I use. That's where it's really going right now, you know. Um, so, 97 bucks a month, can't go wrong. You can go right, okay? So it's uh, com. I'll pass it on.
0: Hello, brother. Uh, with me, I have a, f- a few events coming up. Uh, Rosh mentioned that we're doing one which is going to be phenomenal. We did one last year. This one's going to top that for sure. And I have a couple other ones. What I'm going to do is on briancassala.com, I've created a separate tab for all the events that I'm either creating myself or that I will be attending within the next six months. So you guys will have just a one-stop shop to sign up and check out any event that I'm doing. Um, Other than that, we'll end it here. Uh, Rosh, thanks for being here, brother. Always an honor to uh, be on a podcast with you. We'll see everybody next week, same time, same place, 515 Pacific Standard Time. Peace out.
1: Thanks.